This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Greetings from the Garden State of New Jersey. This is Ringside with Redding, Boxing History from Yesteryear, brought to you by the Sports History Network. I'm your host, Frank Redding. In this segment, I'm going to be discussing the top 10 greatest heavyweights in the history of the sport of boxing. I'm going to speak of the men who made the most impact through the careers of each. The first two are interchangeable and an in-house debate on who is superior or better. 1A is Joe Lewis, who was 66 wins, 3 defeats, and 52 knockouts. 1B is Muhammad Ali, 56 wins, 5 losses, and 37 knockouts. I will discuss Joe Lewis in some detail. Born Joe Lewis Barrow on May 13, 1914 in Alabama. He turned pro in 1934. Was undefeated in a sure thing when he was upset on June 19, 1936 in New York, New York. KO'd in 12 rounds by former champion Max Schmeling. Rebounded and won several fights and on June 22, 1937 in Chicago, Illinois. Defeated Jimmy J. Braddock and won the heavyweight championship of the world. He made an incredible 25 title defenses from 1937 to 1949. The most thrilling and noteworthy was June 22nd of 1938 in New York, New York, in the rematch with Max Schmeling, KO in the first round. Sweet revenge in a fight that is one of the most important fights in the history of boxing. He had two fights with Billy Kahn. First ended in the 13th round knockout. And the second in the rematch, he stopped Kahn twice. He served a sergeant in the army during World War II. He had accurate combinations Devastating power, power in both hands, a great finisher. He could be knocked down, but seldomly knocked out. A true gentleman, humanitarian, and hero for all people, nation, and worldwide. He died on April 12, 1981, at the age of 66. The next man I'm going to speak of is Muhammad Ali in Cassius Marcellus Clay on January 17, 1942 in Louisville, Kentucky. He was a 1960 Olympic light heavyweight gold medalist. A sensation when he challenged the awesome Sonny Liston. He was 19-0. and 0. And Ali, was Clay at the time, gave Sonny Liston a boxing lesson stopping him in seven rounds in Miami Beach, Florida on February 25th of 1964. Shortly thereafter, he changed his name to Muhammad Ali. The rematch was very controversial, and over the next three years, he defended his title a total of nine times. 
His best performance was on November the 14th of 1966 in Houston, Texas. Three-round knockout of Cleveland Williams. Was exiled and banned from the sport for three and a half years for refusing induction into the U.S. Army. Returned in 1970 and won two fights before challenging Joe Frazier for the title. On March 8, 1971, in New York, New York, lost a convincing 15-round decision to Frazier in one of the most important fights in boxing history. Came back strong and throughout 1972 was the co-fighter of the year. Suffered another setback, a broken jaw, to unknown Ken Norton. On March 31st of 1973, in San Diego, California, avenged the Norton fight on September 10th of 1973 in Los Angeles with a 12-round decision. He won the heavyweight championship back on October 30th of 1974 at the age of 32 in Kinshasa, Zaire, Africa. KO'd the invincible George Foreman in eight rounds. He would go on to defend the title a total of ten times from 1974 to 1978. The most thrilling and important was October 1st, 1975 in Manila, the Philippines. In the third match with Joe Frazier, he stopped Frazier in 14 rounds in what he called the closest thing to death he ever experienced. He lost to novice Leon Spinks on February 15th, 1978, a 15-round decision, Las Vegas, Nevada. Defeated Spinks in a rematch on September 15th, 1978, 15-round decision in New Orleans, Louisiana, to become the only man at the time to win the heavyweight championship of the world a total of three times. He fought two more times, it was clearly an ill-advised decision. For many years, he was an ambassador, a diplomat, and the most recognized person on planet Earth. He passed away at the age of 74 on June 3rd, 2016. The in-house debate, ladies and gentlemen, is as follows. One could say Joe Lewis was a much better puncher, had better power in both hands, and had more title defenses. Where one could say Ali fought superior opposition when the time that the heavyweight division was fully loaded. Ali was more graceful, slick, and faster of hand and foot. I'm going to cover the next eight in no particular order, but rather by the era that they fought in. The names who make my top ten are as follows. Jack Johnson, who was 54 wins, 11 losses, and 7 draws with 34 knockouts. Jack Dempsey was 59 wins, 6 losses, and 9 draws with 49 knockouts. 
Rocky Marciano, 49 wins, no losses, and 43 knockouts. Larry Holmes, 69 wins, 6 losses, and 44 knockouts. George Foreman, 76 wins, 5 defeats, and 68 knockouts. Evander Holyfield, 44 wins, 10 losses, and 2 draws, and 29 knockouts. Lennox Lewis, who has 41 wins, 2 losses, and 1 draw with 32 knockouts. And last but not least, Mike Tyson, who has 50 wins, 6 losses, and 44 knockouts. Throughout the history of the sport and athletics, the heavyweight champion of the world and the title is the most prestigious prize and the champion is both feared and respected. Casual sporting fans who are not even boxing buffs may tune into a heavyweight title fight. The first man I'm going to discuss is Jack Johnson, born in Galveston, Texas, on March 31st of 1878. This man was defense in an era predominantly offense, a pioneer and an absolute artist. He's the heavyweight champion of the world from 1908 to 1915. He made five title defenses and was ahead of his time. December the 26th of 1908 in Sydney, Australia, he knocked out Tommy Burns and won the title. On October 16th, 1909 in Colma, California, he KO'd current middleweight champ Stanley Ketchell in 12 rounds. He was knocked down in the last round by Ketchell and immediately got up and knocked Ketchell unconscious, pulling a tooth from his glove. July the 4th of 1910, the world was looking for popular but past his prime, James J. Jeffries to annihilate the hated Johnson. Jeffries was no match for Johnson, and in Reno, Nevada, Johnson KO'd Jeffries in 15 rounds. Johnson lost the championship in Havana, Cuba on April 5th, 1915, 26-round stoppage. Johnson died on June 10th, 1946, at the age of 68. Jack Dempsey, ladies and gentlemen, was born William Harrison Dempsey on June 24th, 1895 in Manassa, Colorado. The Manassa Mauler, he had a killer instinct, ferocious and absolute, ruthless and relentless brawler who pulled no punches and took no prisoners. Along with Babe Ruth, he was the sports hero of the 1920s, was involved in some of boxing history's most exciting and well-remembered fights. On July 4th of 1919 in Toledo, Ohio, three rounds, he knocked out giant Jess Willard, pulverized Willard, and chopped him down to size. 
defended the title a total of five times on July 2nd of 1921 in Jersey City, New Jersey, Boyle's Dirty Acres. He KO'd in four rounds, Georgia's Carpentier, and boxing's first million-dollar gate. On July 4th of 1923, 15-round decision over Tommy Givens. This fight is memorable for the fact that it took place in Shelby, Montana, and as a result, the city of Shelby went bankrupt. In one of boxing's greatest fights, in two rounds, he stopped Louise Angel Furpo on September 14, 1923, in New York, New York. Dempsey was knocked out of the ring, but came back in and knocked out Furpo. September 23rd, 1926, he lost the championship in a 10-round decision to Gene Tunney, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The rematch for Tunney was on September 22nd in 1927 in Chicago, Illinois. He lost another 10-round decision in the rematch. This was known as the Long Count Fight. Retired shortly thereafter, and for years operated a popular restaurant called Jack Dempsey's in Broadway, New York. He died on May 31st in 1983 at the age of 87. Rocky Marciano, born Rocco Francis Marchegenau, was born on September 1st of 1923 in Brockton, Massachusetts. Nicknamed the Brockton Blockbuster. He didn't start boxing until he was 23 years of age. A talented baseball player who never tasted defeat. Won the heavyweight title over Jersey Joe Walcott on September the 23rd, 1952. KO-13 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Defended the title six times. The most thrilling was a eight-round stoppage in a rematch over Ezard Charles. Rocky had a terrible cut on his nose, and one more round, the fight would have been stopped. This took place in New York, New York. Retired after a nine-round knockout over Archie Moore on September 21st, 1955, in New York, New York was offered big money for comeback fights, but refused. I refer to this gentleman as the most with the least. Short, unskilled, but was a non-stop punching machine who was always well-conditioned and ready to go 15 rounds. Marciano died in a tragic plane crash on August 31st, 1969 in Des Moines, I Iowa, one day before his 46th birthday. The next man I'm going to discuss is Larry Holmes, the Easton Assassin. This is actually my champion, the first champion I recall from my big days of fandom. He was born in Cuthbert, Georgia on November 3rd, 1949. An overachiever who was stuck in the shadow of Muhammad Ali. 
He turned pro in 1973 and won the heavyweight title in one of the fights of the decade on June 9th in 1978. A 15-round decision over Ken Norton in Las Vegas, Nevada, a real barn burner. Defended the title a total of 20 times. His big moment and most well-known fight took place on June the 11th of 1982 in Las Vegas, Nevada, where he gained national and worldwide attention. KO in the 13th over Jerry Cooney. It was no doubt his finest hour. He dominated and outclassed Cooney throughout the fight. He was 48-0 and before he lost the championship to Michael Spinks on September 21, 1985 in Las Vegas, Nevada. 15-round decision upset. He would never regain the title and try to win it back a total of four different times. But he would continue to fight into the 2000s. His one liability, I would say, was he never had what I would call a great opponent, i.e. Ali Frazier, to bring out the best in him. George Foreman was born on January the 10th of 1949 in Marshall, Texas. He was a very troubled youth and became a boxer and won the 1968 Olympic gold medal in Mexico. His reign of terror began chopping down opponent after opponent. On January 22nd of 1973 in Kingston, Jamaica, he knocked out Joe Frazier in two rounds. Just to get off boxing for one minute, several events happened on this day in history. The 36th President of the United States, Lyndon Johnson, passed away at the age of 64, and Roe v. Wade Abortion Act was also passed on this very day. Foreman defended the title two times, and his second defense was the most impressive, a knockout in two rounds over Ken Norton and Caracas, Venezuela, on March 26, 1974. Norton at the time had gone 24 rounds with Muhammad Ali. On October 30th of 1974, in Zaire, a fight that was canceled for a month due to a cut Foreman suffered in training, Ali went on to turn the whole nation against Foreman, and he stopped Foreman in eight rounds. And a shocking upset. Foreman fought only a few more times. One of his classic fights took place on January 24th of 1976 in Las Vegas, Nevada. A KO4 over Ron Lyle. He lost to Jimmy Young and retired at the end of 1977. He was inactive for nearly 10 years, returning in 1987. And... Got another shot at the championship on April the 19th of 1991, losing a 12-round decision to Evander Holyfield. He continued on and finally captured gold on November 5th, 1994, 
knockout in 10 rounds over Michael Moore. George was losing until one punch ended the contest abruptly. He was 45 years of age at this time, and he would fight on for three more years, retiring at the age of 48. Evander Holyfield, the Warriors Warrior, the real deal, born on October 19th of 1962 in Alabama. He was the bronze medalist in the 1984 Olympics and the greatest cruiserweight of all time. Became the heavyweight. When he became a heavyweight, many were skeptical how successful he would be. Small size for the division. On October 25th of 1990 in Las Vegas, Nevada, he KO'd in three rounds Buster Douglas. He lost two out of three to Riddick Bowe and defeated Mike Tyson twice in the infamous ear bite fight. Lost to Michael Moore and avenged that defeat. He had two fights with Lennox Lewis. One was a draw, one was a loss. He then backed down from no one, ladies and gentlemen, and was known for having a terrific heart. Lennox Lewis, the rematch king. You could defeat him once, but not twice. Was born on September 2nd of 1965 in London, England. He was a gold medalist, super heavyweight division in 1988, defeating his rival Riddick Bowe. Won the title after the fact on October 31st, 1992 over Donovan Razor Ruddick. Second round knockout in London, England. He was stopped in two rounds on September the 24th of 1994 in London, England by Oliver McCall. However, he avenged that defeat on February 7th of 1997 with a stoppage in five rounds in Las Vegas, Nevada. On March the 13th of 1999, he had a disputed draw with Evander Holyfield in New York, New York, and avenged that draw on November 13th, 1999, 12-round decision over Holyfield in Las Vegas, Nevada. His biggest min win may have been an eight-round stoppage over Mike Tyson on June 8th of 2002 in Memphis, Tennessee. Called a career after a six-round knockout over Vitaly Klitschko. In the mid-1990s, he was much-improved fighter and in all categories and became an all-time great heavyweight especially for the modern era. Mike Tyson, Kid Dynamite, the youngest heavyweight champion in boxing history at the age of 20, was born on June 30th of 1966, protege of the legendary Customato. On November 22nd of 1986, in Las Vegas, Nevada, he KO'd Trevor Burbick in two rounds, with Tyson, ladies and gentlemen, it was not how, but rather when. He defended and unified the title after nine defenses. His biggest win was a KO-1 over Michael Spinks on June 27, 1988 in Atlantic City, New Jersey. 
Willis to Buster Douglas on a 10-round stoppage on February 10th, 1990 in Tokyo, Japan. One of the biggest upsets in not only boxing history, but sports history. Tyson was a 42-to-1 favorite. He did a three-year jail term for rape and return and won several fights challenging Evander Holyfield after Tyson regained the title. He lost two fights to Evander Holyfield, and he would never regain the title again. But as years went on, he's become a legendary, mystical figure. The following are the boxers who just missed my top 10 list, but are debatably in the top 20. Again, in no particular order. Joe Frazier. Sonny Liston, Max Schmeling, Max Baer, Floyd Patterson, Ken Norton, Ron Lyle, Ernie Shavers, Ray Mercer, and Riddick Bowe. They're the men that make my cut. This list is purely an in-house debate, and it's up for talk. I'm going to sign off now saying this is... Frank Redding, your host. This is Ringside with Redding, boxing history from yesteryear. To all listeners, be happy, be healthy, be well. Thank you. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.